Yes, indeed. What's going on, y'all? It's your main man, Big Wayne, with another episode of Calling How I See It. Come on in. The water's just fine. I'm going to start off with these Warriors today. <laughs> uh, number one, Steph Curry is off the chain. He off the hook. He did not change the game of basketball, but he's the most impactful player. But look, I'm not so convinced that the whoever, who, let me just say this. Whoever going to win the championship this year, and I think it's the Bucks. but more specifically, whoever trying to come out the West, you better do it now and you better do it while you can because these Warriors are getting ready to load up because they still got Steph. We all know about Steph. We all know that. They still got James Wiseman. He's coming back. And we know we ain't seen Clay in a minute. But he's still one of the hottest shooters on the planet. He coming back. Now, can you imagine Andrew Wiggins as a third option? You might not love him as a first primary option. You might not be crazy about him as a second option. But as a third or fourth, depending on how you feel about James Wiseman. Now we're talking about something. Now, now, now we starting to cook with some fish grease. And you still got Draymond Green, a great defensive player. And you can find some, and you can, and they have a, a roster that you can't sneeze at. They still got good guys. And by the way, they got another lottery pick. They got it from the Timberwolves. It's not number one, but I think it'll. I think by the time it's all said and done, it'll be in top ten. So you mean to tell me you got a top pick already in James Wiseman? You got Steph Curry, one of the best players to ever play the game. You got Klay Thompson, one of the best shooters ever. You got a great third option, or fourth option, depending on how you feel with Andrew Wiggins, a great player. You got Draymond Green, a great defensive player. And you got, you know, good coaching. Oh, when this team is healthy, who is beating this team in the West? Who? Who's going to be able to have the offense to deal with that? Who's going to have the depth to deal with that? You better kick them while they're down there. And, and by the way, think about this. If y'all just think I'm just blowing hot air at y'all, uh, they are an eighth seed right now. I mean, because they're getting ready to beat Memphis we, tonight. We know that. We know that's going to happen. Good year, Memphis, but I'm sorry. You know, the clock is strike 12, trying for the, the ball to turn into a great big pumpkin. Because that's exactly what, what the Warriors getting ready to do to y'all. Turn y'all as the pumpkin pie. But anyway, they, they are an eighth seed with this. So you imagine Steph gets some help. Now, I'm not saying they're going to rattle off, you know, 72 wins again. I'm not saying they get ready to do that. But what I am saying, who is beating this team in the West? Because everybody loves to shoot the three ball, you know, analytics and everything. The Warriors is about as analytically friendly as you can get. This is still the Warriors. You know what I mean? Don't, don't, don't get it twisted. All right. Do not get it twisted. This the, the Warriors are still a threat to be had. And you mean to tell me a Warriors team reloaded? Y'all ain't taking them to come out the West? Who do you see beating them? What you gonna give me the Lakers and I mean LeBron ain't gonna LeBron ain't gonna be around forever. This ain't raiding off Mortal Kombat. He just ain't gonna be around for all time. All right. You don't, we don't know if, 
Anthony Davis going to give us 32 games or 32 minutes because he can't stay on the floor. CP3 ain't going to be around forever. Who else is coming out the West? What, you going to give me playoff P and Kawhi? Like I told y'all, you know, months ago, I'm not sure Kawhi's going to be there long term. I think this is last year in, in Clippers land, you know, from me to you. Who is beating who in, in the future? Right now. I'm not talking about right now. I'm not. And by the way, if if we talking about right now, it, it, when the Warriors beat Memphis tonight, and they'll play the Jazz. You mean to tell me with a straight face you gonna pick the Jazz? I don't know if I'm picking the Jazz. I, I don't know. I'm not saying the Warriors will win it, but I'm not saying it's a, a foregone conclusion because, excuse me, I done seen the Jazz wet the bed a lot. I done seen them do it, and I know they hurt right now. I know, but uh, <laughs> we've seen upsets before, and that's all I'm gonna say. So I'm not a soul. I, I'm, I'm just saying I've seen better one seeds than the Utah Jazz. And I'm not hating on the Jazz. They've had a great year. But the Warriors ain't nothing to sneeze at. That's not the eighth seed you really want to play. <laughs> but for the future, y'all better beat the hell out of these Warriors now. All the people that have been hating on these Warriors, mad at them. You know, they've been beating and shooting threes on everybody. You better keep on stepping on them while they down now. Because when they reload, when the when the boys come back in town, it's that's that's gonna be trouble for the neighborhood. It is gonna be trouble for the neighborhood. And it's not I'm not gonna say it's gonna go around forever, but it's 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 been a, a reloading stage. It's almost like, say, you got a PlayStation for all my PlayStation people out there. You know, you do a software update or a hardware update. I guess you can do it with computers, too. You know, your computer, everything running fine. But every now and then, you got to take a minute to let it update. That's really what the Warriors is. This has, like, been an update stage. And nobody saw Clay getting hurt again. So let's, let's not sleep on these Warriors, all right? They are going nowhere fast. And I'm not sure... Everybody's just crowning the Lakers next season either to come out the West like everybody's doing. I, and I don't got the Lakers coming out this year either. But, you know, some people just, you know, Laker, 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 Laker. Speaking of the Lakers, though, the Lakers showed me something yesterday. And this is why I got them going to the Western. Well, second best team next to the the, the Clippers. They played the Warriors the other night. And that game is exactly what I'm talking about between flashy teams and tough teams. Because quiet is kept, the Warriors outplayed the Lakers basically all game. They outplayed them. If, if I had to just, if, if nobody showed me the score and I was just watching them play basketball, I would say, oh, the Warriors look like they outplaying the Lakers. Now, the Lakers, they tried to come on late. But still, the Lakers found a way to win. That's that toughness I was telling y'all about. Because they might not always be able to out-talent you, but they can just beat you up. They got folks like Drummond that can just go and beat you up. AD, when he want to, because y'all know how they be talking about AD, they can go and beat you up. We know Bron Bron, he going to go out there and get to you. They got some guys that can just go out there and get physical with you because they're going to be bigger than a lot of teams they play. So they can just go out there and send the troops at the front door and beat you with a tree step, a tree stomp. 
you know, the little thing where they used to the bus door downs with, they can go out there and just, you know, kick your front door in. And it's not going to be nothing you can do about it but sit there and watch them raid your house. That's what I'm talking about. You don't got to beat everybody by 50 points. We getting ready to talk to the playoffs. You think you just get these 20 and 30 point losses and wins is getting ready to come to a halt. Because everything getting ready to slow down. Teams getting ready to get physical. Whistles getting ready to go away. And when the whistles go away, you ain't looking at the refs. They letting them play. They letting them get physical. The, the speed and tempo slow down. You bet to be tough. That's what, I, that's what I'm talking about with these tough teams. Because you can't just look for the ref to just save you every time. You can't just try them little plays where you try to lean and just, oh, let me try to get a foul. Because they ain't going to be there. That's why I'm not crazy about Luka Doncic in the playoffs because he won the kings of that. Quiet is kept. That's one of the things about James Harden because, you know, he do a lot of free throw line. The refs help his game out a lot. But people like LeBron, he going to be good ref or not. You know, AD, he going to be fine ref or not. Paul George, you know what, let's move on. Uh, Kawhi Leonard, he'll be he going to be all right, ref or not. Giannis, ref or not. But keeping to the Lakers, they don't need a ref to save them. A lot of these players, you know, try to take advantage of the rules. And the, the playoffs, that's another thing about the playoffs. Because it's two things about the playoffs that make the playoffs the playoffs. One, ain't no bad teams in the playoffs. Two, everybody rested because more often than not, you're not coming off back-to-backs. And three, it's less whistles. Well, they let you play more. As a result, it's going to be more physical. So you got to learn to play through contact. You got to see how tough you really are. You find out how bad you really want it. Everybody ain't built for that. The Lakers are built for that more than most. No, they may not have all the best shooters in the planet. They may not have a team full of hot doggers and, you know, people that can just pat the ball all day. But they do got some people that that make you want to think twice. In case y'all forgot, they do have the number one ranked defense. I forget who number two, the Knicks right there at number three. But nevertheless, the Lakers is right there at number one. You ain't the number one defense if you ain't tough. You got to be tough. So we already know points come at a premium already, especially in the playoffs. But it's going to be even harder to get them against a top-ranked defense. And if you ain't got no toughness about you, I'm not convinced that the Lakers is the team you're really trying to see. Now, having said all that, I still got the Clippers. I still got the Clippers coming out the West. I wouldn't put money on it, but I still got the Clippers because I just, I just love that Rondo move. But that is exactly what I'm talking about. The Lakers showed exactly why. Because the Lakers are one of those rare teams where you can outplay them and you can still lose the game. It's only about three teams in the league like that right now. It's only about three of them. That is hard to do when you get outplayed and you can still lose. When you, when you outplay a team and you still lose. The Lakers can do that. A lot of that's because they got Bron James. You know, people forget LeBron is a, well, some people say he's the best of all time. I got number three, but all time great. Number, he shouldn't be lower than three. 
in nobody's countdown. But you know how some, some people don't want to do right. But that's what I'm talking about. Tough teams win playoff series. They win championships. Some people got the Lakers going back to win it all. I don't, but they're not crazy about it. The Suns been balling all year. Been balling all year. Been talking about CP3 ought to be a playoff contender and all this. You know, Devin Booker, a.k.a. what I call him, Pressure Cooker Booker. And uh, DeAndre Aiden, they got a nice little roster. Edding the two seed. They the underdog. <laughs> what does that tell you? I mean, a case could be made. The Lakers may be the best. This Lakers team might be the best seven seed of all time. I'd have to go and look. But I'm trying to think of a seven seed of recent memory that was better than this Lakers team. I don't know if I can think of one. Can you? <laughs> Something else I want to touch on. Russell Westbrook and the Wizards. We know they, they struck out on Indiana, and I had a feeling they would do that. But I want to ask y'all something. I want to ask y'all something. What are y'all expectations of these Washington Wizards? What are y'all expectations of Westbrook? Because I was right. I told y'all that I saw them making the playoffs. And they and they they made the playoffs. I, I knew they would because I just, and Russ I trust, baby. And everybody like to hate on Russ, but Russ going to get you to the playoffs. And a lot of, for all these people that, that hate on Russ, it's not a lot of guys that can just take your team to the playoffs. I know they have, they got Bradley Beal and everything, but Russ going at bare minimum, you gonna get you, he gonna get you in the playoffs. And I'm sorry if he was that bad, he ain't just gonna get you in the playoffs every year. You know, average triple double, get you to playoffs every year. What more can you really ask for? What what more? I mean, I guess you can ask for more, but he's a point guard, so. It's only going to be something limited that he, it's only so much that he's going to be able to do limited. I don't care who it is. Because y'all talking about, when you know, Westbrook, oh, he can't shoot, he can't shoot. Well, Dame can shoot. He, he ain't, it ain't like he LeBron James in the playoffs. So, it's not just about the shooting. Because Westbrook, you know, he, you know, his resume is a little disappointing in the playoffs. and But Dame can shoot. Y'all love his playoff resume? So I'm just trying to figure out that math. How we hate one but love the other when in reality, both of them pretty much do the same thing. At least Russ has been to the NBA Finals. That's, that's, that's my thing with that. So I don't, I, don't, I don't get it. Somebody will have to make that make sense for me. But nevertheless, whatever your expectations of Russ is, keep that in mind. Because... I don't see a, a shot in hell where this series goes more than five games. I, everybody talking about shock the world, shock the world. No. There may be an upset, but it will not be that one. That's not the upset that's going to happen. But I don't need to hear this, oh, well, this is what I'm talking about. Westbrook told you he ain't going to get it done. Nobody picked Washington to win the championship anyway. Not a damn soul. So when they do get out, put out in the first round, we don't need to. We don't need to. I don't need the Russ haters, you know, clamoring to the internet, the timeline, my inbox, all this. Talking about, see, see, you still love Russ? You still in Russ? I trust Wayne? You still about the Russ? I trust? You still about it? No, we don't need that. And that's what I'm talking about. A lot of times, 
Russ is just a victim of circumstance. He goes against a better team. This is what I'm talking about. Look at the teams he's historically get he gets put out against. A lot of time, more often than not, it's the better team. The three one lead thing. Okay, you got me there. You, you, you got me. But last last year with the Rockets, the Lakers were a better team. And uh, that Jazz series, I, I can't remember what year that was. I don't know if that was year before last or not. It might have been a couple years ago. I keep that because that's just pivotal for me. I feel like the the OKC was better, but that was Paul George. Russ was giving you everything he could. Go look at the numbers. It's there. They just blamed it on Russ because, you know, that's the cool thing to do. But more often than not, he's losing to the better team. And then there was that Portland series. I mean, hey, they they got outplayed. That's that's gonna happen. That's that's gonna happen. So but we got to be fair about we got to be fair about Russ. Because some it's getting to a point now I just feel like y'all just, just want to beat up on Russ no matter what he do. I feel like this man could be could average a hundred points, a hundred assists. 100 rebounds, and it would still be the peanut gallery over there talking about, well, he only got two steals and five blocks and four turnovers. It's just they just nitpicking. Can we just appreciate Russ? Because however you feel, you're never going to see this again. You're not going to see somebody just doing triple-double, triple-double again. And I'm not in love with the triple-double, but I think that's more of an indictment on the team, more so the player. Because if you just got somebody just, you know, Stuck leading the stats in all categories. Excuse me. That that makes me wonder, well, what else is everybody in the team? Well, Russ ain't leading the league in, in points, you know, the point leader. But you got somebody just, you know, taking a, a lion's share of the load every game for every category. That tells that says a lot more about the team than it does the player. You know what I mean? Talking about other players. Well, if they could, they would, but they don't. You know why? Because they don't have to. And I don't know if LeBron James could average a triple-double every year. Some people say he can. Can he? I I don't know. I have no idea. But the fact is he does. I know he gets them here and there, but averaging them, I don't know if he he could or not. Maybe. But he doesn't have to. You know why? Because he has other people to do that. Now, I'm not in love with Russ's decision-making. I'm not in love with that. And when when he is smarter, you start to see, you know, them win, but I, I'm a Russ guy, and I'm I'm a go on, I, I'm a, I'm a down that hill with the in Russ I trust. Now I'm not picking them to beat the Sixers. I, I'm not. I, I can't do that in good good conscience. But we need to keep. We need to be realistic about Russ, because I I feel like the things we ask about him are unrealistic. That that's what I'm saying. And at the same time, I'm not trying to. Oprah would say we need to praise him more because he gets praised a lot, but I think he gets more hate than he does praise. The only praise he doesn't get is, you know what? The only way we don't praise Russ, we don't praise him like he's a champion. That's the only kind of praise we don't give him. You know, we, we love him. We love Russ. I think well, half of us do, but we don't praise him like we do Steph because, you know, Steph, you know, Steph's won a couple rings. That that's That's really about it. So when we see Russ in these playoffs, I'm just want to say monetize your expectations. 
That's all I want to say. Because we know that point guards historically do not win. It's hard to win when your best player is a point guard. We know that outside of, you know, the exception. So if Dame can't do it and Iverson can't do it, all these other great point guards outside of Steph, Isaiah, and Magic, and them them guys ain't walking around. Well, Steph's still playing, obviously. <laughs> but they're not going to do it either, not this year. So um, let's not hold Russ to a standard we're not holding nobody else to. Because that ain't right. And you know it ain't right. Now, I might be right about that. I might be wrong. I don't know. I'm calling a high seat. Now, get on out of here. <laughs> I'll wrap it y'all later.